Hey guys, what's up? And welcome to episode four of the Fit Life Project podcast. So originally I had planned to do today's episode based off a Q&A I did recently on my Instagram stories. I had four or five uh, questions picked out that I wanted to discuss in detail. But with yesterday being World Suicide Prevention Day, um, and given the day I personally had yesterday, and I'll get into that in a minute, um, I cannot think of anything else that I can talk about today except for mental health and mental health well-being. Well, first of all, I sat down an hour ago with a pen and paper, tried out some bullet points for today's episode, and I pretty much ended up with a blank sheet because I don't know what way I want this episode to go. I'm, I'm not sure how to structure it. Um, I speak a lot about mental health on my social media platforms. I've done some public talks on it before, but you know this one is very close to home for me. So my my hope is for this episode that someone, even one person, can take something from it and maybe it can help them in some small way. So I guess to, to go into detail over the reason why I'm speaking about this today, yesterday was World Suicide Prevention Day and I had a pretty rough day yesterday. Um, for me and my family, my beautiful fiance Safra, who gave birth to our little boy Corey about eight weeks ago. We had to bring her to the doctor. She's been suffering with crippling anxiety. Um, it's been something that's been happening on and off now for the last couple of years. Um, you know, she's been at doctors before. She's been on medication. Um, it comes and goes. And, you know, we thought we were learning how to deal with it. And, you know, I'm always there for her no matter what. She knows that. But yesterday it got to a point again where, um, you know, me being there wasn't necessarily enough and, and she needed to speak to a doctor, which I love to hear because, and I love how proactive she is in, in the sense that she knows when it's time to go and speak to someone. So um, I'm not going to go into a huge amount of detail on her story, but basically throughout the pregnancy with Corey and over the last seven or eight weeks since he's been born, um, she's been suffering with, you know, some extreme heart palpitations, some skipped heartbeats. Um, she suffered with some severe nosebleeds during the pregnancy, which, you know, is common enough. But all these things, these physical things that were happening were just worsening her anxiety all the time and making her feel bad and causing worry. She's worrying, is there anything wrong with, you know, her health, her heart health, all these things start playing on your mind. So it came to a boiling point during the week. She was here at FitLife and she was... You know, doing one of the classes, there was some other guys here and everything seemed to be going okay. And after the class, she walked into the office and I could just see in her face like something wasn't right. And I walked in and she just burst into tears. Um, You know, I asked her what was wrong, was everything okay? And she just said, I don't know what's wrong, I can't explain it. And obviously that's just a sure sign that you're not in a very good place mentally. Um, often when people are suffering, they can't pinpoint exactly why they're so down or why they're so upset. There's just like this dark cloud. Um, it, it's an accumulation of worry, stress. And these things bring about your anxiety. And then, you know, your anxiety brings about these, you know, heart palpitations. Different people experience different physical symptoms, but it all just turns into a vicious cycle then where, you know, your mind affects your body and your body affects your mind. Um, and it's, it's so, so hard to see her go through that and, you know, like I spoke about this on my Instagram stories yesterday, it absolutely killed me that I couldn't take that pain away from her and take that pain onto myself. But we, we both knew that she needed to go see a doctor. So she booked herself in. And while she was in the waiting room of the doctor's surgery yesterday, she shared her story on social media. And incredibly, 
incredibly brave thing to do. Um, so she spoke about, you know, her crippling anxiety, um, how she's been feeling. And she, you know, she was basically just opening up and letting people know that she's feeling this way and it's OK. You know, use the usual hashtags. It's OK not to be OK and everything else. But the response she got from that post has been absolutely incredible. And we often talk about the negative impact on social media when it comes to people developing body dysmorphia and things like that, because you're you're looking at these Instagram models all the time, all this stuff that goes with the negative side of social media. But there's a hugely positive side there as well. She shared her story and within a couple of hours, she had gotten, you know, dozens of shares. She had gotten dozens and dozens of messages of people who were opening up back to her and they were saying, thanks so much for sharing your story. I'm currently going through the same thing and it's so refreshing to hear that I'm not the only one experiencing it. Um, apart from, you know, some old friends that contacted her, um, she had a complete strangers. I had people contacting me because I shared her story on my business page. People offering well wishes. She had people offering to take her for a coffee and a chat. She just had this absolute amazing stream of positivity coming back at her and that in itself helped her a lot yesterday. So to everyone who did message and everything, I just want to say a massive thank you for that. But again, um, with yesterday being World Suicide Prevention Day, it, it saddens me in a way that we attribute one day in the year, you know, there's a World Mental Health Awareness Day as well. So one or two days in a year where people feel like they can open up and it's okay. And, and that's a little bit upsetting in the way because it should be 365 days a year without fail. You know, we we celebrate an athlete who breaks his leg and makes a triumphant return to his chosen sport. And we'll talk about how brilliant he did in his rehab and he worked hard and he, you know, he'd done his rehab every day. You see him in the gym recovering. He makes his return to the field or whatever his sport is and he gets a standing ovation. And it's fantastic that he's done that and he's came back from such a horrific injury. But we never celebrate when someone has been through the absolute wars of a mental health illness and they make it out the other side. And, you know, I always come back to and I speak a lot about mental health issues and I always talk about when I opened the gym almost five years ago now, I had a very little idea over and um, the absolute amount of people who suffer day to day. So I first started to notice it with a lot of one on one clients that I worked with. So I'm working with people in one on one setting and always trying to get a feel for their life outside of the gym. So, you know, any external influences or external stresses that might be affecting their physical progress or might be affecting the way that they diet or anything like that. So, you know, family, work, outside stresses, all these things. But when you start to talk to people and you start to build up that baseline trust, I started to notice like almost every second person that was coming into me was opening up and they say, well, you know, I'm dealing with really bad depression or anxiety or you know, all these different mental health illnesses. And I was just blown away with the amount of people that were actually suffering and going through these things. At the time, I had never gone through anything like that myself. But I had seen, you know, through some family and friends, people that had gone through it, but even still didn't realize the absolute magnitude of it. So, um, you know, after the first year of Open a Fit Life, we started to run some charity events, things like um, Mother Own Stuff Mother, that kind of stuff. And we always choose our charity based off people who work with mental health and suicide awareness and prevention. And the more we started doing that, the more and more people started to open up. And it's just been this incredible journey. But again, I feel like we're only scratching the surface. 
I know there's so many people doing such amazing work for mental health awareness um, and it's still not enough. It, it has to come down to you guys, to people day to day, everyone going about their daily life to, first of all, look after yourself because you are the most important person in your life. If you're not at 100%, you cannot be there 100% for your family and for your loved ones. So you have to look after yourself first. And after that, then, you know, it's the classic, just be there for each other. Pick up the phone, call that friend you haven't spoke to in a while. If there's someone you know that seems a little bit off, you know, ask them, is everything okay? Ask them how they're doing and push for an honest answer because, again, I spoke about this on my Instagram stories yesterday. You'll be absolutely amazed how many people are willing to open up when you actually put that question to them. And, you know, we live in a world today where the stress levels coming at us are higher than ever before. You know, we've got so many day-to-day stresses. We've got this checklist of things that we, as a society, think we have to just tick off. Like, have you got your house yet? Have you got a solid job? Are you making X amount per year? Are you married? Have you got kids? You know, you're in your mid-30s, you should be married with kids. All these things, and it's absolute bullshit because everybody is on their own journey and everybody is going at different paces in different directions. So it's important to never succumb to these um, societal norms that we think, you know, there's a place in my life I should be right now because there's not. And if you're comparing yourself to someone else, you're setting yourself up for failure from the start because everyone's journey is different. And it's so important to realize that, you know, without going into too much about myself, I spoke in the last episode about, you know, when I originally opened Fit Life Air and I was doing my old job, which I hated. So you know, I was 27, 28 years of age when I changed careers and, and opened up this gym and I made no money for the first 12 to 18 months, like nothing. But meanwhile, I had friends around me that were buying houses, you know, getting fancy cars, really, really good jobs, having kids. And, and you know, at the time I was like, oh, what the fuck am I doing with my life? I'm, I'm making nothing here. Where am I going? But, you know, you soon realize that you're just on a different journey. And a lot of the times the people we're looking up to and the people we're envious of you know, behind closed doors, they're not as happy as the image that they're putting out there. You know, we all have our own shit. We all have our own stuff that we have to deal with. And, you know, I spoke earlier about the positive side of social media and the reaction my girlfriend got. And and that's fantastic. And I wish that we could just use these social media platforms for reasons such as that. But there is, of course, the negative side. And the negative side is that we tend to compare our lives to someone else's highlight reel. And, you know, people highlight this a lot recently as well, but I want to speak about it a little bit more. And I give an example, uh, you know, the first year or two when I opened up, I was letting on like, oh, my business is doing fucking great. And people messaged me and they said, Jesus, you're flying and fuck, you look really busy all the time. But the reality of it was I was only putting up videos of the classes I had that were full. I wasn't putting up videos of, you know, the morning classes I ran where one person showed up or no people showed up. No, that was the last thing I wanted to do because I wanted to portray that everything was good. I switched career and my life was fantastic. Now I was this really fucking successful PT just after opening my own business. And the reality couldn't have been further from the truth. I fucking struggled. I lived off the breadline and I had to work my ass off to get my business to where I wanted to be. But I didn't tell anyone that at the time. And it's only now that I'm in a position where I feel like it's okay for me to speak about that and to tell people what's really going on. And so on that point, um, I've tried to change my social media platforms to, you know, all positivity. When I put my Instagram stories up yesterday, I spoke about what my girlfriend was going through. And when I finished 
speaking about it, I got completely overwhelmed and I burst into tears. And, um, you know, that was something that I'm, I'm, I'm usually not a crier. Not that I'm ashamed of it or anything, just I'm, I'm usually not. Um, but I, I couldn't help myself yesterday. I spoke about her. I was thinking about how I couldn't help her. I was really upset with the pain she was going through and how I couldn't help her through that. You know, how she had to go through the whole um, thing on her own and the doctor's surgery. And, you know, I was at home with the kids. But, um, yeah, I burst into tears. And for the first time ever, I put that picture up of me with big red eyes, teary eyes. Big fucking spot in my forehead, which, you know, a year ago, two years ago, I would have been ashamed to put that up on my social media. And I just put the picture up and, and I didn't care. And it was so refreshing and it felt so good because I know other people go through the same things. They've got the same worries. Um, and I want people to know that it's OK to put yourself out there and it's OK to ask for help. And I only got positivity back from what I shared yesterday, you know, about my girlfriend Safra's experience. Um, I only got positivity back and it was just incredible. And I want people to know that if you do put yourself out there, there's hundreds and thousands of people and millions of people that go through the same thing. And when we group together and we see that, you know, it's you're not on your own, it's nothing out of the ordinary, then we can start working through it and it just gets that little bit easier. You start speaking about it more. When you speak about it more, things tend to clear. That darkness just seems to shift a little bit and you can start putting one foot in front of the other. And, you know, looking after your mental health isn't a quick fix. It's like everything else. And I love using the gym as an analogy for this because someone doesn't come in and get ripped overnight. It takes weeks, months, years of hard work, hard graft, like daily changes, being on top of it every day. And um, Brian Kane used an unbelievable analogy for and he went through a lot of different you know mental health issues i know he spoke about it on a few of his podcasts and he said looking after your mental health is like sweeping the floor you can you know your floor can get dirty in the kitchen and you can sweep it and it's clean that day and you feel great but if you don't sweep that floor every day that dirt is going to build up and accumulate you have to stay on top you have to sweep that floor every day and it's the very same with your mental health you have to stay on top you have to do these little daily things to look after yourself and your mental health and make sure that you're staying on top of it and um, for a lot of people the mental health issues don't go away as such but you just learn to deal with them and you learn to live with it and you learn to get on top of it and own it and that's the important thing is that you own it i think um as i said my fiance safra will always have some form of anxiety but you know She's going to learn to deal with it. And, you know, the more you learn, the better and better you get it. And things just start to get that bit easier. And of course, then you can utilize the support around you as much as you need to. And every day just gets that little bit brighter. And that actually leads me on to my next point, something I wanted to talk about. And that is the effect that your social circles or your immediate circle has on your day to day life, your mental health. And whether you see things in a positive light of view or a negative point of view. So I'm sure you've heard the same before that you're going to be the average of the five people you surround yourself with the most. And that isn't necessarily in person. Usually it is, but it can also be, you know, the five Instagram accounts you follow the most or it can be, you know, the five people that you hang out with the most or whatever it is. If you are spending your time around people that are negative a lot, and I already spoke about this on a, a different episode, but if you're spending your time around negativity all the time, your mindset is going to be programmed to be negative. Whereas if you spend your time around positive, proactive people, you're going to find yourself being more positive and proactive. And I can directly relate to this because, you know, I have um, 
over the last number of years, I've gone to loads of different seminars and, you know, done different professional development courses. And when you're in that room and you're sitting with, you know, 20 other people in your profession. So for me, it was different PTs. And we're all looking at improving ourselves and making our businesses better and making our careers better. You leave and you're flying high as a kite because you've got all these ideas, you know, you're picking up different tips from different people and you leave flying high as a kite and I can put them things into practice. Now, on the flip side, I've also been in situations where I've spent, you know, some time around very negative people. And when that happens, I leave and all, all of a sudden all I'm thinking of is the negative things. And I'm thinking, God, I'm not where I want to be right now. And, you know, all the things I spoke about before, you're worrying about money and you're worrying about all these other things. And we're straight away going to the negative. So, you know, this is a hard one for a lot of people because in a lot of situations, the negativity can come from people very close to you. It can come from family members. It can come from f- negative friends. But you have to put yourself first and you have to get them people the fuck out of your life. If you can't get them out of your life, if it's family that's, that's dragging you down that little bit, then you have to limit the amount of time you spend with that person or with them people. Because, you know, your first obligation is to yourself. You have to look after yourself before you can look after anyone else. So if that means that you're limiting the time you spend to someone who you know is making you feel negative or down, then that's what you have to do. And you need to seek out and find people who share a similar mindset to what you currently share or what you want to share. And you have to surround yourself with them people more, you know, and that in itself will help you to become more positive as a person. So, yeah, that's definitely one of the take home points I want you to get from this episode is look at your immediate circles and and audit the fuck out of it. Get rid of those people that are dragging you down. Get rid of them people who are sucking your energy out of you. You'll know as soon as you leave someone's company, if you're feeling down and you're feeling flat, and we all know what that feeling is like, we all know what it's like to just be like, oh, I just want to go home and watch TV and be on my own. That means you're feeling flat, you're feeling down. You need to get them people the fuck out of your life as, as quickly and as much as possible. Um, and as I said, if it's if it's someone that you can't cut out of your life, then you got to limit the amount of time you spend around them. You know, I made um, I made a huge decision myself a couple of months ago to only start seeing the positive in people. And um, so I got on my social media platforms and I started unfollowing any motherfucker that I, you know, read their posts or looked at their pictures, posts, stories, whatever it is, and that it didn't make me feel good about myself. And I think. Every one of you guys should do the same because we spend, you know, I think the average is two to three hours a day looking at our phone. We're scrolling through social media, breakfast, lunch, dinner, before you go to bed, while you're sitting on the couch watching TV. And if all you're doing is looking at people that makes you feel like you're, you know, not capable or like you're not good enough or like you're not not as good as them, then you got to unfollow them. These are very small and simple things you can do to change your mindset every day. So, um... And by the way, that goes for me. If if I've put up any posts that make someone feel uncomfortable about themselves, then please feel free to unfollow because that is not my intention. I only only want to promote positivity. But you have to realize you have the power. You're in control of your outcome. You're in control of, you know, where your mind is currently at. I know there's certain mental health issues that, you know, there's hormonal imbalances and all that, but we can still do as much as possible to control the controllable. I read a post from Jay Allerton this morning, a guy I follow on social media, and he referenced a quote that says, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Um, And if we think about that for a second, there are a lot of things we can do day to day that are going to keep our mental health in a positive mind frame. 
So basically, instead of waiting for something to happen, we're making sure we prevent it ever happening. They can be things as small and as simple as, you know, I spoke already about prioritizing yourself. You know, I'm big on getting up early and getting something proactive done in the morning. So whether that's getting up and going for a 20 minute walk or, you know, reading for 20 minutes before you go to work, get up that half hour early and set your day out on a positive note. You know, you've got 12, 14 hours that you're going to be awake and active during the day. So make sure that you're starting the day with a positive mind frame by doing something positive first thing in the morning and watch how the rest of your day unfolds. Take your breaks from social media, read, exercise. These are all very small, simple things that we can do that are going to benefit you mentally, emotionally and physically. So why not do them? Let's get ahead of any mental health issues before they happen and, and get ourselves out there and get active. And like Brian Kane said before, keep sweeping that floor every day. Don't let things accumulate. Don't let things build up. If you're starting to feel like things aren't going perfect for you or, or you're starting to feel like a little bit down, you're not quite sure why, you got to reach out and talk to someone. And if you're someone who is, you know, in the company of another person and you feel they're not doing quite well, then you got to take the responsibility to put the hand on their shoulder and say, listen, mate, is everything OK? I've noticed you've been a little bit off lately. You have to been yourself. And just watch how people are willing to open up. Because if they feel like you're there for them, they will. They Deep down, they're seeking help. They're lost. They feel like there's no help available. And all of a sudden, you put a hand on their shoulder, you give them a hug and you say, listen, mate, is everything okay? I'm here for you. Do you need to talk about anything? Is everything okay? What can I do to help? Watch how they open up. Trust me. And I'm, I'm huge on this point because, you know, I've, I've experienced a couple of losses in my life through um, suicide. Lost a cousin a couple of years back. He had suffered with a couple of mental health issues for a number of years. Um, Earlier this year, a guy that I used to be extremely good friends with and we kind of lost touch. You know, we had some fallings out when we were younger and, you know, I just started kind of to to rekindle with him the last couple of years. Um, Really nice guy, had had a young family um, and it was the biggest shock in the world to me when I got the news that he had taken his own life earlier this year um and I was really annoyed with myself that you know I didn't put in more effort that I didn't you know reach out to him more and and check on how he was doing because I had plenty of opportunities but I didn't do that and you know I know that's not something to beat yourself up over but if you do have the opportunity to reach out to people maybe it's someone you haven't spoke to in a while maybe it's you know someone that is in your life but you're not speaking to them on a daily basis and you feel like you know there's something going on in their life then just just do it just reach out and ask if they're doing okay and and you'll be amazed at you know the response you get you know in my experience from talking to different people i've got a lot of friends that have gone through or are going through different um battles and i've spoken to a couple of friends some people very close to me who have been to right to the edge um who've got to that point where they're almost willing to take their life. And, you know, I've I've sat down and talked to them. And one thing that stands out to me is, you know, it's not always the fear of the feelings they have or how down they are or how hopeless they feel. A lot of times the fear they have is that people won't understand. The fear that people, you know, probably that people are going to judge them, but more so that People won't get it, that they won't understand, that they won't know how to be there. And, you know, if you're feeling that way, I say to you, just just let fly. Just trust whoever it is that you're opening up to. 
that, you know, maybe they won't understand, but that doesn't mean they can't help you. But it's it's up to you to, to get yourself out there and seek help because there is no such thing as being gone too far. There's no such thing as the point of no return. Everybody is within touching distance of help. Everybody is within touching distance of a full recovery. You know, you always hear the saying when, when someone is taking their own life and people say, well, well, they're at peace now, you know, and they're resting now. You know, yes, they're at peace, but their place is here on earth. Their place is around their family and friends. That's where they belong. And if if we can get people to open up that little bit more, then they can stay in that place. And they don't have to go to a place where they're at rest and where they're at peace because they can be at rest and at peace here on earth with people that love them. But it's up to the people currently going through it to try and find that courage. And trust me, I know how fucking hard it is to try and find that courage to open up and speak to someone. And it's also up to the others around, so your family, your friends, you guys listen right now to check on each other. Ask them people around you every day, just a smile and how are you doing? Is everything okay? So anyway, guys, um, I'll wrap it up shortly. I don't know, you know what kind of structure today's episode took. I um, had a tough day yesterday helping my girlfriend get through all that and I know she's going to be okay because she she took it upon herself to get herself to the doctor and she's getting the help she needs. And I guess just the message I want to get across today is just to look after yourselves, look after each other, look out for each other and to stay on top of your mental health, whatever that means to you. But do the little things day to day that are going to make a difference. I will link in the podcast notes today. Um, number for Samaritans, Pieta House, local charities like So Sad. I'll, I'll link up all them numbers. And if anyone is currently experiencing any of the stuff we talked about today, please reach out. Take take you listening to this podcast as a sign that, you know, maybe it's time that you open up. And, and it's never too small an issue. In your head, you might be gone too far that you feel like you need to open up. But do it now before it escalates and get worse and get on top of it. So, yeah, listen, thanks for tuning in and um we will be back next week and i hope to have a special guest on for the first time for episode five and stay tuned thanks for tuning in guys